And we're back for day two of the 21 Days of Storytelling, featuring The Dragon Collector, book one of the Dragonstalker Bloodline Saga. The story snippet of the day is part two of the prologue, and this scene takes place seven years after part one. Why is the prologue divided into parts? Great question! After I wrote books two and three, I realized the prologue of this book was inconsistent with the other two. The prologue of The Dragon Hunter featured a scene from Hunter Micah's childhood, and the prologue of The Dragon Protector featured a scene from Protector Talia's childhood. But the original prologue of The Dragon Collector featured a scene from the perspective of the Collector's mother that took place a mere three weeks before the start of the main story. That inconsistency bothered me. But I needed to keep the original prologue, which I'll explain in more detail tomorrow. So I was stumped. How could I add a scene from Javen's childhood while keeping the scene from his mother's perspective? Then it hit me. Divide the prologue into parts. I had read some books by James Patterson that had three-part prologues, and I figured that if a big-time author like James Patterson could write stories with multi-part prologues, I could as well. Having a two-part prologue felt weird, though, so I decided to make it a full three-part prologue like James did with some of his stories. My original prologue took place on Javen's 15th birthday, so I wanted part one to be the day he was born and part two to be a halfway-ish birthday. Part two thus takes place on Javen's seventh birthday. He lives on Earth and has no idea dragons exist, but Kenton and his dragons have been watching over Javen without him being aware of their presence. Until the day he turns seven. Stay tuned to hear what happens when Kenton makes contact with Javen. Welcome to a special storytelling edition of Published Before College, the podcast with short and snazzy shows that teach creative kids how to think like an author, build confidence in their creative writing skills, and take ownership of the publishing process. I'm your host, DK Drake, author of the Dragonstalker Bloodline Saga. During these 21 days of storytelling, I'll be reading you snippets of The Dragon Collector, book one of the Dragonstalker Bloodline Saga, and sharing behind-the-scenes insider secrets along the way. In The Dragon Collector, 15-year-old Javen believes he is simply an ordinary orphan abandoned by his mother at birth until he is whisked away to another dimension and his destiny as the chosen one from the Collector bloodline is revealed. Armed only with an ancient weapon, a trio of old advisors, and his determination to win, Javen is soon caught up in a dangerous battle for the throne. Now his choices could save, or destroy, the people and dragons of Xandador, including the mother he just met. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. You are now entering the land of Xandador. Prologue, Part 2. Javen's Seventh Birthday. The thirteenth day of the Earth Month July in the Xandadorian year of 3192. Javen clumped into the barn wearing his brand new boots over his old jeans, stopped in the center, closed his strange eyes, and inhaled. Ah, hay, horse sweat, leather, manure, wood, sawdust. That wonderful mixture of smells is exactly what he slipped away from his own birthday party to enjoy. The neigh of the horse in the corner stall brought a smile to his face. Don't worry, boy, I'm coming to say hello. He walked over to Storm and rubbed his long nose. I asked Mama Sandra if you could come to my party, but she said it was only for people. The black horse snorted. I know, silly, right? I didn't even have any people to invite. You're the only real friend I have. Well, you and the dog. He didn't mention that the dog got to come. He didn't want to hurt Storm's feelings. You didn't miss much. The two foster kids Mama Sandra and Papa Tim took in last month came, but that was it. Just the four of us. They didn't even notice when I left. The horse nudged Javen's shoulder. Yeah, I know, you would have noticed. Javen had noticed Storm at a horse auction two years ago. 
The horse had a wild streak that scared adults, but drew Javen to him. He somehow knew how to talk to Storm and seemed to sense what the horse was thinking. When he convinced Storm to let him jump on his back from the top of the fence, the adult folks had freaked out. Storm didn't, though. He stayed calm for the first time ever and let the five-year-old ride him. Storm had belonged to Javen ever since. He grabbed Storm's brush, climbed over the stall door, and began brushing the parts of the horse that he could reach. I read my mom's note again today. I wish she would come and get me already. I feel forgotten. The note told him she loved him and missed him and would come for him as soon as she could. That was it. No name, no explanation, no nothing that would tell him who he was or where he came from. And how could she just leave him with strangers on a ranch in the middle of Montana? Why did she leave him? When would she be back? What if... Javen bit his lip. Should he think this thought out loud? What if we went to find her? Storm neighed and stomped. Why not? Where's your sense of adventure? Don't you ever get tired of being stuck here day after day with nothing new to do? Storm stomped again, flicked his head back and forth, and swished his tail. The other three horses in the barn also began twitching and neighing and acting nervous. He put his hand on Storm's side. You're scared. Why are you scared? You horses need to calm down. A female voice coming from somewhere outside the barn made him freeze. I'm not here to hurt you. Keeping the brush in front of him like a weapon, Javen exited the stall and tiptoed toward the barn door. He eased it open and stuck his head out. Who's there? Nothing except grass and the old dirt road filled the space between the barn and the back porch of the house. But he had a hunch someone or something was watching him. I know I heard something. Javen mumbled to himself and looked to his left. Nothing. I hoped I would find you here. Javen snapped his head to the right. An old guy with white hair, whiskers, and a cowboy hat appeared beside him. Whoa, who are you? Name's not important. I just came to give you a birthday present. He handed him a small square box. Um, I'm not supposed to talk to strangers. And he was pretty sure he wasn't supposed to take gifts from strangers either. I get that, but I'm not really a stranger. We've met before. We have? You are a wee little thing, so I don't expect you to remember. The man winked and placed the box in Javen's free hand. Open it. Javen studied the brush in his left hand and the box in his right. If he was smart, he would throw the brush at the man's face, drop the box, and run. Only he was too curious to be smart. He had to know what was in the box. He dropped the brush and took the top off the box. Mister, he said, disappointed. It's just a rock in the shape of a triangle. It's much more than that, and it's quite valuable where we come from. You might want to hang on to it. He looked down at the rock. How could this be valuable? When the man didn't answer, Javen looked up and found himself all alone. The stranger had vanished. And here's a bonus insider tip for you. That female voice Javen heard, and the thing that made all of the horses go a little bit crazy? Yeah, that was Kenton's noonstalker Skylark. She can make herself invisible. And Javen, unbeknownst to him, can hear the thoughts of dragons. If you enjoyed today's storytelling episode, but don't want to wait to find out what happens next, click on over to authordkdrake.com backslash insiders. There you can secure your free digital copy of The Dragon Collector as part of the DK Drake Starter Library. But The Dragon Collector will only be included in the Starter Library through the end of these 21 days, so be sure to become an insider by November 10th to get your free copy. In the meantime, I dare you not to dream of dragons tonight. <laughs>